Welcome, everybody, to the Building Aaronsburg podcast. I'm Thomas Aaronsburg. And I'm Catherine Aaronsburg. Last week, uh, during part of our discussion, Catherine said something, and, I, and then I almost brought it up, but I didn't. So because, now we're going to make a whole podcast out of it. Well, because I knew it would be a whole podcast. <laughs> if I brought it up, then you, it would have taken us down this 30-minute thing. That Those of y'all listening, you know, there's certain subjects that if you bring them up with your mom or your dad or a sibling or a spouse, you just know it's going to lead you down a rabbit hole, so you just don't bring it up at all. Right. We would have gone down a rabbit That's hole. That's what happened. That episode would have been an hour <laughs> if we did that. So We can't have that happen. That'd I'm be trying, terrible. I'm trying to think of exactly what you're talking about. But I don't, I don't remember. But it made me think of this quote, and you, you sort of just mentioned something, and then you changed directions. But whenever you mentioned it, it made me think of this quote, and the quote is, "A jack of all trades is a master of none." Yeah, which, but that's not the whole quote. But that's what that's what I thought of when you. I didn't know that wasn't the whole quote. So obviously, we've already talked about this, but I did not know that was that that was part of a quote. Right. Which is such an an interesting bigger picture thing okay, to think so about anyway without the bigger without saying the whole quote what are your thoughts on that saying a jack of all trades is a master of none is it that makes, a good thing or a bad it thing? makes it sound like it's a bad thing right because if you're, you got your hand like the serial i think we were talking about serial entrepreneurs i think that is exactly what it yes now we're, you say it, that's so, what it was because this it reminds was. me of people who are serial serial entrepreneurs they can't quite settle on one thing they think they want to touch everything and then nothing good happens right like Right, and it's so a, they're a jack of all trades, right? They have and a master a bunch of, of none. stuff that right that they're good at, but nothing that they're great at. Right, that's a negative connotation. Give us, slap me with the rest of the quote. So the rest of the quote is: so let me start from the beginning. A jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. Everyone pause to think about that. Mic drop. <laughs> because the first half of the phrase, I think everybody thinks. Well, that who wants to be a jack of all trades? Then right. you're never good at anything. Yeah, but, but then the rest if you of the quote focus, is, but it's better often, not always, but oftentimes it's better to be good at a lot of things than just great at one thing. It's, it's it's good to be decent at a lot of things, or to know about. Oh, there's another quote too, and we never looked it up, but it's basically the one that I was saying my dad says all the time. We, oh, it's like um, the the older we get the more and more we know about less and less or something like that. Yeah. I don't know what the question is. I know what you're saying. Anyway, the point being that I I agree, you know, once you, you say the first part of the quote and you're like, yeah, that is bad to be a jack of all trades and a, ma- you know, instead of and a master, master of, of, none. of none. Yeah. And then you hear the whole quote and you're like, yeah, that too. That too. Like, yeah. it's like they're true. they're both true. They're both true. Yeah. Um, and they're both a good thing and a bad thing, I guess, at the same time. Yeah, everything can be spun, spinned, spun? Spended. Spunded. Spunded. <laughs> Definitely spunded. can be spunded many different ways. Um, and, you know, that happens with the Bible as well. You read a passage out of the Bible and people will throw it at you. You know, they'll say, John chapter, you know, they'll like quote right. quote this thing at you and you're supposed to know what it means, first of all. But even if you were to hear just that one thing, the it's always like that that one quote it sounds good to them and they use it for all these different situations and then you read it in the bigger context of the chapter of the bible right. or the book of the bible that right. it comes from and it's mm-hmm. like oh that's not what that was about so much greater context well yeah. a lot of times i think it is what it's about but you know i'm trying to think of there's one that's like philippians i want to say it's philippians 413 and it's something about running the good race and so every sports team <laughs> 
always makes that on their shirt. You know, like yeah. Philippians 4.13, run the race or whatever. Yeah. I don't know the whole context, but I guarantee St. Paul was not on a track team or trying to inspire a track team. Sure. <laughs> you know, or a football team sure. to, to run the good race. Sure. Well, it doesn't have to be that specific either. But I wonder what the rest of the connotation. Maybe. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, just because he was St. Paul. Well, now that you brought it up. a group of people. We need to have a priest in here. Give us the whole the whole thing. But then, I mean, that's such a great uh, inference, I guess, to everything else, which is like you hear these little bits and pieces. You see these bits and pieces. You hear a rumor. You hear gossip. You see a, a headline in the news. You It's never the whole picture. Right. It's just never. Just a blip. It's just a blip. And, you know, you talk to people and you're like, ugh, she's a not nice person. Well, you don't know the context of how, maybe she's having a bad day for one, but if that is who she is from right. top to bottom, Lord only knows how she, it took her to get there in order. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everybody has her story. And so I think that, that that's a great place for you to say, you know, there's this quote, we only knew part of it and now we know all of it and getting to interpret that. There's no way for us to know all the things yeah. we're running around right now with all this coronavirus stuff. And it is impossible, even though everybody acts like they know everything, yeah. it's impossible for us to know all the things that are going on right now sure. with all of it. And so I just always really focus on just the, the understanding, gaining the understanding that we don't know. It's real hard for us to admit, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Everybody wants to be an expert in something. Everybody wants to be the master of one. Instead of the jack no, of all trades? I think everybody wants to get... Right now, everybody, at least as far as social media is concerned, everyone wants to be a master of all. Don't you feel that way? Yeah. I mean, the way that people talk... And I, well, I, I think that everybody acts that way. They act that way on social media. I will right. agree that when you meet these people in person, they don't talk the way that they talk sure. on social media. Things are never as black and white. Well, because they're not as curated. On social media, you can take 10 takes... Of the same no, thing I just to mean, make sure it sound a certain way. I just mean specific people. Like you'll have one person who's constantly posting about one thing, and you get this idea that that's they're some sort of advocate for or against whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But if you meet them in person and talk to them, it's a lot more reasonable because it's actually a conversation. And maybe it's social politeness. I don't know really what it is. I don't know if it's a social politeness thing where you know, face-to-face -face people don't want to say the things that they would easily say behind a keyboard, as they say, a keyboard warrior. Yeah. Um, but I just think it, all of us need to take 10 steps back and realize that we don't know the whole picture on any given subject. Right. So who are we to, I mean, you can, I don't care who you are, you can read every article, you can listen to every podcast, you can read every book, you still don't know. You still don't know. There are things that are not written in books. There are things that are not yeah. in scientific journals. They're just I mean, not. Even the experts, you think, are that way? I mean, I, I'm sure. Well, who that, are the experts? <laughs> you about, who is it? Who's the expert? I don't know. I mean, just going to the coronavirus thing, like Dr. Fauci's supposedly the expert on all this stuff. Is he the expert on all the economic um, things yeah, that will know. happen and all of the, like, sure. You know what I mean? There's so many different yeah, so facets I do, to all I, of this. Especially with that. I mean, I'm glad you said that because that I've always thought that about this whole thing. Like that guy is probably an expert in infectious disease or whatever he is, his expertise is. And so he makes these, we should do this. We should do this without 
considering like you there are there are ec- you know economic ramifications from sure. that. if we do that. But to yeah, his defense, might... he doesn't know everything either, sure. so he can't possibly, um, n- you know, know what the ramifications would be if he says one thing right. over another. Right. Um. And so, well, and, you know, this guy's been around a long time. Doctor Fauci has like a, a very really long, long time. time. How many <laughs> Did times he work for Nixon or something? How I don't many even times know. has he said the things that he's saying right now? And just no one paid attention. You know, like when bird flu, <laughs> no, literally, swine flu, no one knew who Doctor Fauci and, was, or listened to the CDC, or right. paid attention to the WHO until about a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, and suddenly now we're picking them apart. We're you know all these different things, and you know this is not to say we're, Thomas and I are not at least as far as I can tell the conversations we have. There's no side for us to take. I just feel like I'm this observer. Yeah, of all these things happening, and just. I mean, I've been listening to, which some people might uh, condemn me for this, but I've been listening to the Joe Rogan podcast lately. And what I really enjoy about him is that, yes, he's very liberal leaning on a lot of different subjects, but there's a lot of things where it just seems like he's coming at it. The ni- He's got this comedian background yeah. and comedians in general tend to be observers because sure. they have to make comedy out of everything. Right. You know, everything. Ha- they're ha- the great thing about comics is they pull apart these little nuances of subject matter and circumstances that there's something in the back of our brain that that we feel the same way about it, and they're able to articulate it in such a right. great way. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what they, makes... Well, they see it. Yeah. They see it and then articulate it. And they tend to be the ones who are able to just stand back and look at the bigger picture, and that's what I like about him. He's got all these, like... He does all this, like, fighting... What do you call it? Like, I don't know. Jiu-Jitsu? Uh, MMA? Oh, yeah, MMA. Like He, he does, does jujitsu personally, okay. but then he does, he does, like, commentating for the... MMA yeah, fights. like I know there's a lot of people who probably don't listen to him, but or or you know judge him based on like, well, he used to do this, and he, I I don't care about any of that stuff. Right. I'm looking at the person that I'm listening to in front of me right now, and he's very crude sometimes, and like I'm still trying to view it from like this outside perspective where I'm looking in, going like these are all really interesting conversations about yeah. as a whole what is happening right now, and. A lot of them, he talks about coronavirus. A lot of people don't agree with him on all that stuff. But I just like listening to the conversation. Whether or not I agree with any of the things he's saying, right. it's an interesting, unfiltered conversation. And 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 the person he's talking to also is unfiltered. And he has usually all kinds comedians. Of people, a lot of comedians well, on there. He's had comedians, <laughs> but you said he had Alex Jones on there the other day. Oh yeah, and, who's a conspiracy theorist, a known conspiracy theorist. Right, if you guys don't so, know who he is, I did not know who he was until he came on that show. Which is how a lot of people get exposed to a, another audience is by coming on a show full of people who've never heard of them before. Um, so yeah, they're talking about extraterrestrials. They're talking about UFOs and I mean like everything stuff I do and don't believe in, but I love listening to it because it's, it's just really interesting because yeah. he has had so many people guests on that have a, just so many different subject matters under their belt that he's learning too. And so right. he'll bring somebody else on and then reference something he learned from another guest during sure. their conversation. Sure. And they, they like look stuff up as they go along too. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, as, as like he has to fact check as he goes. Yeah. He has people <laughs> Googling stuff in Young the Jamie. background. Young Jamie has to, yeah. has to uh, fact check. No, but he did say something. So yesterday we were painting the garage and we were just listening to a show. And he said something that I thought was like, oh, that's an interesting point that, uh, he's like, you know, you could, what's so sad about the way people think, and I think he is not like this. You know, he said, you said he's left-leaning, but then he's also doesn't feel the same way as most leftists about guns or... I think he's trying to make the point that 
everyone right now seems to be so stuck in their political stance yes. that they don't really they know what their politician that aligns with their political uh, affiliation, like where right. they stand on and so stuff. So they just buy all of this stuff. All of it, right. from top to bottom, and that bugs him. And it bugs me, yeah, too. I, I agree. It bugs me, yeah. too. And so the observation he made was you could poll somebody on how they feel about the coronavirus, and it would tell you how they, that however they answer the question about vaccines, you would also know how they felt about gun rights and abortion right. and all this other stuff. All because of that one thing. Insane. That's crazy. Shouldn't be I mean, that way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> people cannot think for themselves anymore. It's yeah. really, it's kind of sad that because you feel this way about this one thing, you feel this way about all these other things. And we're not speaking to it as in can't think for themselves. You're just blindly listening to the liberal media or whatever they always talk about, you know, like be your own thought, whatever. But it's just, it's just the emotional attachment that people get to it. It's... um being able to look at it from a bigger perspective, really digging deep to figure out who you are. I just, we've talked about it before, but I think there's so much noise, just yeah. so much noise yep. trying to convince you. And and I think part of it too is it's easy to convince people of one thing or another, given you hand them stats or you hand them whatever. You oh, guys, yeah. stats are, yeah. stats are really interesting. Yep. And that's a big part of what's happening right now with coronavirus and various other things. Statistics can be manipulated a lot. Well, the easiest way to manipulate a statistic is to manipulate the population in which you take the statistic. Well, the... You know, if you only poll... I, I make this example every time when I'm, I'm doing statistics in my math class. I'll say, if I walked out to the football field at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and I asked 100 random people that were standing out there, what's your favorite sport? The overwhelming response would be football. Because they're all football players standing right. out on the field at 3 o'clock But now in the I can say, I walked... I, I picked them at random. You know, well, it was random, but every single person out there was a football player a football, or, or a fan of football or something. You yeah, know? stats are very interesting. The The way that I really learned that stats could be real jacked up, and now this is sad, y'all, because this is in full adulthood here, but I owned my business, this has been five or six years ago, and I was going through creating a uh, media packet. This is something that you hand to companies trying to get sponsorships. And so you're really trying to pump up how many viewers you have, how many um, likes you get during certain posts. Like you're trying to put together a package to show them it's worthwhile for them to spend money on you. Right. And so I put together all these numbers. I had all these calculations and all these numbers. And um, I had someone help me with the package to put it together, make it look nice or whatever. And um, she said, well, let's switch this. It was something like, you know, a certain number of viewers. Let's say it's 3,000 views per video or something like that. Right. And she said, um, let's put, you know, a 10,000% increase since last month, last video, uh, from video to video, something like that. Yeah. Basically, these percentage increases make the number gets huge. Oh, yeah. Because 100, you know. Yeah. From one to two is a hundred percent, right? Or is that two hundred? I guess it'd be you two. You doubled. You doubled. Sure, whatever. What, I forget what we we were doing something. I was I'm like, oh well, you've doubled your business. For yeah. <laughs> I had five clients. Now I have ten. Yeah. So. It's just double. Yeah. It's all. Gosh, you really got to be careful. And so you got to. And I think ultimately we're getting to the place where, speaking of, you know, what is it, master of none? Uh, jack of all trades. Yeah, jack of all trades. We are. Exp- I think we're putting pressure on ourselves to be able to understand all the statistics right. surrounding coronavirus and all the things. When that's not, that's not what we're like. We can't. 
you can't possibly know it all. Some sure. of us are acting like we know it all. Right. But you I go mean, if crazy. You're, if you're claiming to be an expert in everything, you're you're not. You're the jack of all trades. You're not the master of well, one. Well, people will start their sentences off with, well, I'm no I'm no doctor. Or I'm no Right, but I'm going to act like one for but a I'm, second. Yeah, I heard, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And it's just, we, we're going to go nuts. We're going to 100 which we kind of already are. We're going to go crazy. Yeah. But it, I feel the same way in my business. Um, I just talked to a girl that um, I correspond with quite a bit through social media, and she's a business owner as well. And there's a lot of the sentiment going around right now that as a small business owner, you have to be able to be good at whatever trade you've decided to put right. yourself in to own the business. Right. You also have to know how to run the business. But now you've got to know how to do 16 different social media um things Platforms. you know yeah to like form a circus in order to get clients like right. today's form of advertising it used to be you stick your name in a phone book you know you name yourself AAA, so you'll be at the top of the list you're like there's some <laughs> yeah. strategy like that where you can get to the top of the yellow pages like people found ways to like for their number to be first or for their address to be first or their right. name to be first you know down the list when people are running down a list now people are getting so much input of information that now as the business owners, we've got to figure out a way to like dazzly, you know, dazzle you the best in order for you to come our way. It's exhausting. Yeah. Because and it's now, ever changing too. And it's ever changing. And that's, I guess I feel that as the business owner and I'm looking around at everyone around me trying to do that just in their lives with pandemic and kids going to school and what's healthy and what's... um what should I feed my kids? I mean, beyond coronavirus, but like parenting right. in general and dressing, what do I wear? Like there's just, it's too much. And I think we all, you know, we're to the, we're becoming the society too where we are expected to care about everything too yeah. mm-hmm. when you can't do that either. Yeah. You cannot possibly care about all the dogs in the shelters and the people who are dying in North Korea and the Uyghurs in uh, China and your children who might get coronavirus at school and masking. And and then you seem selfish if you only care about the things around you. Right. Just, so, I guess we'll just all just lay down and not do anything. I don't know what the solution is. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I think it's okay to say you don't know. Yeah. And that you're going to do whatever you can that you feel is the best for you and your family. Yeah, I don't think like I don't think people like to admit that they don't know stuff though. Well, because people like, people don't like to sit silently. When whenever we're in a group having a conversation, I almost always just sit silently. Yes. I like to just listen mm-hmm. and hear and in my mind I'm listening to what people are saying. I'm like that is not right. That doesn't <laughs> sound right. That's a hundred percent the difference between me and you. I'm always like, "That's dumb. Stop it." Yeah, you'll say it, <laughs> but I, like, I'm just gonna let the person talk. What's annoying like, to me is right. I'll say something, and the person will push back, and I'll turn to you and be like, "Thomas, defend me on this," and you'll be like, "Nope, you're in it for yourself, sister. Like, not not coming yep, to your let's rescue." See how you get out of this one. You started it. Let's go. <laughs> you agree with me, and you won't even defend I know, well, me. Well, I mean, unless if it's if it's obvious, I'll I'll jump in. Or if I have like you something only that ju- I know. How is that okay? You just jump in the obvious ones? Why would you just jump in on the obvious ones? You think just you would because jump- I don't I don't want to be that person that I sit and observe. There's there's an, another saying, probably for another day. It is better to be to sit quietly and be thought of as a fool <laughs> than to open, <laughs> open your, your mouth, mouth and, and remove all doubt. <laughs> I would rather be thought of as a fool than 
to actually say something and be a fool, which I think a lot of people do. They can't just sit and listen. They have to they have to say what they've I will say read on, on the all this coronavirus stuff, I'm happy keeping my mouth shut. It most things it, most things I'm Yeah, like I'm I'm doing all of the research that probably everybody anybody sure. else is doing. I'm reading stats and I'm reading articles and I'm watching news releases and I feel a lot more comfortable in a small setting where we can have a conversation about it and you can reason back and forth right. and then you know I'll say something and you don't agree with it and you'll put out a reason why you don't agree with it and I'll sit and think for a second and this all transpires you know all transpires over a few minutes of time instead of being on the internet with people who are just typing out things you know there's yeah, no there's just nonstop. no back and forth right between these things, I'm happy to have conversations in person, but there's still things I don't I don't want to talk about in with groups of people because ultimately either I don't care or they don't matter or I don't think that I'm going to change anyone's mind. Yeah. So why are we having this conversation? Right. right. But I do think that all of it's kind of leading to an intolerance of people when one of our greatest qualities is how we can reason and learn from one another. Right. Um, with all the differences, I mean, America is so full of people with so many different uh, nationalities and cultural differences um, that are just so interesting. Yeah. So, so interesting that you can't find. When you go to another country, they are all Italian. They are all Russian. They are all Chinese. They are all whatever. And so they all share the same cultures. I'm sure there's some differences from region to region, depending. Sure. It's the same thing in the United States. If you come to the South or you go on the West Coast. So we we have like multifaceted, right? We have different nationalities or, you know, not nationalities, but um, uh, ethnicities ethnicities within one country. And then we also have, it's such a big place that... We have deserts, and I don't think we have any rainforests, but we have tropical. We have Hawaii and Puerto Rico, you know. Right. So we've got tropical locations. We got Alaska, where it's you tundra. know an Arctic tr- tundra all the time. Um, I was I was watching this funny TikTok um, where this guy said I can't remember. I think he's from England, and he was like, "Someone just told me that you can drive for twelve hours and still be in Texas," and it like blew his mind. Yeah, he's like, "You can drive from the bottom of uh, England to the top and back again." In less than that amount of time, whatever it was, like yeah. he couldn't believe. Like he was trying to get, I guess, some sort of scale in his head about how big this country is, or yeah. and it was one state. Now right. Texas is yeah. a huge state, it is of a course, huge state. but the fact that you can drive across it for twelve hours and still be in Texas, yep. like he could not, he couldn't fathom it. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> and so even within and Texas, proud of it too. oh, of course they are. I'm very oh, proud. Holy Moses! Look, all you Texas people, out I got ants. So proud. I got ant natives. For sure. It's the native. I think it's the natives. I have an aunt and uncle that live in Texas, and I've got cousins that live in Texas. But we went to um, Austin, which is the state capital. We went to Austin for um, a field trip in college. Mm-hmm. And man, I never knew that stereotype before. I just experienced it for myself. I had never heard that um, everything was, I had heard everything was bigger in Texas, but sure. I had never heard of the pride that exists that their Capitol building is the tallest. They're able to fly their flag the highest. There's like laws that exist so that Texas can continue on its like federal laws or what? I think so. I think, I don't know that they're, maybe their Capitol building isn't the highest, but I remember distinctly the woman who's giving us, um, a tour of the building telling us that they were allowed to fly their flag the highest. No other state could fly their flag as high. As, I mean, what is it, an inch taller than ever? I mean, like, it's just yeah, ridiculousness. I, I find that hard to believe. Where is, how high do you think 
Colorado's <laughs> flags. Yeah, sits I don't know. I don't know what that means. Of a stinking mountain. Yeah, I don't know if it's elevation height. I yeah. sh- I'm sure it's not. It's probably like on top of a pole. Your pole can be. I think their flag is on the top of their building. Their building okay. on the top of their um. Capital, but I don't know, Thomas. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever. It's just like every turn I took, it was someone telling me like they had the How biggest this they, yeah. or the tallest that or the yeah. widest whatever. But even within the state of Texas, you've got desert and you've got you know uh, water and temperate climate. You do you've got all these different things. There's an island, Galveston Island, off of the coast of yeah. um, Texas. Like lots of g- the Gulf of Mexico runs along Texas, and so I mean Mexico. I mean you've got you've got a ton of stuff within that one state as far as um ecosystems you know are concerned and it's just limitless the amount of uh experiences that we can have here so it's it's just such a diverse um people and cultures and you know all these different things so right america it is it's a good place that is america you guys we live in a really good place we are so blessed. And I think um, another thing I listened to on Joe Rogan's podcast recently was the woman who escaped North Korea. Yeah. You have not listened to that one yet? I have not, but you've told me a lot about it. When I tell you guys that you think it's bad, but you have no idea, you have no idea. At least if her story is true. And why would I we have doubt to, her? Why, yeah, why would it not be true? <sighs> I would imagine, I don't know why people would think she's lying, but there are people who have contested her story sure. and maybe said that, even if like 70% of her story is true and thir- you know what let's flip the numbers if only 30% of her story is true <laughs> yeah. and 70% yeah, is fake right. it's still really bad yeah. really it's really really story. bad yeah. and so um, if there's if you are feeling like uh, um, oppression <laughs> in the United States or in some way like you know it's not a good things place to fair. live things aren't fair here Go listen to that. Right. And that's not to say that we should compare ourselves to that. Sure, sure. In any way, shape, or form, but it makes you feel doggone lucky for for being here. Right. Being born here, being whatever. However you got here, however you're here, this is a really great place to be. So, um, I just, I couldn't believe it when I heard her story. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I plan to listen to it, but I know it's well, quite a time commitment to yeah, do so. Yeah, I did not know. So I had listened to Joe Rogan's podcast, not their podcast, but like clips yeah. on YouTube before from guests that I was interested in. And then I actually downloaded Spotify. I bit the dang bullet and downloaded Spotify, which has taken me forever to do. Because yeah. so many of my, my podcasts that I like are moving. They're getting bought up by Spotify. Oh, well, I think it also. I heard Joe Rogan say something about this that Spotify also doesn't. Um, they don't censor their content. Yeah. Like Apple Music and all these other ones mm-hmm. do. So if you say something that's, you know, inappropriate. I or, don't know if that's a hundred percent true because I I think that they did kick off Alex Jones, who's a conspiracy off of Spotify? theorist. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think they canceled his show. Um, but anyway, so I've been down. <laughs> finally got on Spotify and I down you know I um subscribed to the Joe Rogan podcast and the first one I click on is th- over 3 hours long and I thought what on earth that was yeah. I think hers was the very first one I listened to on his podcast um had you hooked after that well they're nice for me to listen to while I'm working I I am interested in the content but they're not you know it's it's something that feels like I'm just listening to a conversation yeah I used to be real into these long what they call long form journalism podcasts but I can't anymore like it's I just can't I don't want to I don't want to hear about maybe maybe you'd call me um I don't know 
I, I'm just done with talking about any kind of like Joe Biden or Donald Trump or yeah, coronavirus or politics. politics or kids in cage. Like, and I feel like that's what most of the news is now. It most is. of the news is politics. Dude. And I, I used to listen to um, This American Life, which is stories of American people. So they'd go down to El Paso and they'd go like and they'd, they'd interview people and it was fine, but it always has a political slant. Always. And like, I'm yeah. just tired of the political slant. I'm tired of feeling like I'm being pulled between two poles, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like divorced parents and people are trying to like spoil the kids, you know? The dad always spoils the kids in divorces and the mom's always like trying to make sure that they're fed and clothed and disciplined. Yeah, I know. Another stereotype. <laughs> yeah. I <think laughs> but it's the other way around, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, I'm sure there's plenty of cases where it's the other way around, but I'm just using an example here. I feel like all of these news sources, it doesn't matter which one it is, every podcast that are long-formed and well, quote-unquote, researched or whatever, I really just feel like I'm being pulled between two divorced parents, and I don't like it at all. I don't like feeling like that. It's unsettling. It's Well, and then it makes you, every time you listen to the news, you always have to think like, okay, are they spinning this, or is that... And I don't Is have that time, the whole truth? I don't have time to research it. Right. And so if I listen, I mean, I quote podcasts so often as if I'm learning. I know you hate it, but I don't read books. I would prefer to learn from a podcast. I didn't you, say that I hate that. I <laughs> you hate just thought, <laughs> we can go into that story later. Yeah, we can. Um, but I don't, I listen to podcasts because it's a good way for me to learn. I'm working, I'm doing whatever, I'm busy, I can learn that way. Um and I got to the point where I was feeling like I can't even quote any of these podcasts because I don't have the time to do the research to know if some of this stuff is something I don't care if it's true. Like, right. you know, if they found like a whale that maxed out at some size and they're talking about that story, like someone's story about their life, like those are interesting. Sure. But but so many of them have political leanings and um, agendas, it feels like. And so I just... I got to turn it all off. Right. That's that's my way of coping. Just turn it off and just listen to Joe Rogan. <laughs> Probably not a safe way of coping. But yeah, the story about Thomas and the podcast and me and the podcast is uh, we were sitting watching a football game one night. And um, was Tom Brady playing that night? Or were we just talking about Tom Brady? I don't know. I don't really, really remember the details of what happened. I just Don't know. worry. I'll tell you because okay. I remember them. Because you're being a jerk. And burned into your brain. Well, and th- which is really saying something because I've got a memory like a dang uh, goldfish. Anyway, um, so we're sitting around watching some NFL game one night, and I think Tom Brady's playing, I'm pretty sure. And someone said something like, we got on the subject of Tom Brady. I don't know why. Okay. Why? Catherine Aaronsberg had just listened to a podcast about with Tom Brady. with I think it was Dak Shepard. So mm-hmm. I had just listened to it. And so you asked, someone said, Oh, I think he's from Michigan. I was like, no, he's from California. And everyone in the room turned to me and was like, how do you know that? I was like, I just know. And then there was another thing that came up. I don't remember what it was um, about something to do with how he eats or travels or whatever it was. And I commented about that too. And somebody's like, how do you know all this stuff? And Thomas goes, she listens to all these podcasts. It was so (laughs) demeaning. It was so demeaning. She doesn't know this for herself. Yeah. She <laughs> listens to all these podcasts. And I was like, what What difference does it make if it was a podcast? I read it out of a book. What difference does it make? Tom well, because, Brady said right. it. It was an interview yeah. with Tom Brady. It wasn't like I read it from some other source. Sure. It was directly from him. And it was none of this like opinions on anything. It was like he was discussing his book and his diet and where he's from. and where. Oh, I know. I knew where he went to high school because you guys... 
lived in the same area where he was from in California. You guys had lived, like, you knew the school he went to. Whatever name of the high school he went to, I told mm. you what it was. And everybody was like, how did you know what high school he went to? And you said, she's been listening to all these podcasts, and I wanted to smack you. Because it made me <laughs> feel like... Inferior for having knowledge that we didn't have? No, you were treating it as if it was inferior knowledge because it had come from a podcast. And not, I don't know where you would have wanted it to come from, an ESPN article. Would that have been better for you? I don't know. Yes, that would have been better for you. And so I was so mad, like so irritated because you had also denounced my where I had gotten my information in front of your entire family. And I was like, son that's of a monkey. That's a bigger issue. That's a bigger <laughs> issue, really. Well, you made me feel like it was stupid that I'd gotten it from a podcast from Tom Brady's own mouth. Well, I didn't know that part of it. Well, you didn't ask. You just decided, but Mr. Quiet that sits in the corner and just listens and observes finally decided to be like, say something at the time when it would have. I guess I feel like in a sense. As we're listening, listening, by the way, as we're recording a podcast. Yeah. Like we can get on here and just make stuff up. And you know what? It's been published. It was published on the internet. Well, and then someone can listen to us and say that Catherine Ehrensberg said and Thomas Ehrensberg said because we're the ones saying right. it, just like I did when I heard Tom but I Brady. I could be completely, I could just make, you know, Tom Brady went to McGill Tulin. Still, Tom Brady. And Br- I put that out in the world. That doesn't make it true just because it's on a podcast. Now, yes, if it wasn't a, an actual article that got published, had they been fact-checked, I would imagine, before it was published in the article, it's a lot more reliable of a source i guess is anyway y'all don't, what it. i'm saying is y'all don't go around quoting us because you will be seen as inferior go find go find a media article well researched to find out where tom brady's from he's from california no i didn't know that that article i didn't know that you had listened to a podcast in an interview with him because it came from the horse's mouth well obviously. that's part of the story i've forgotten i think you did know that at the time but we're gonna pretend like you didn't i don't think that i did mm, know that interesting because i think i had said I just listened to an interview with Dak Shepard who interviewed Tom Brady, which I think, didn't you try to read Tom Brady's book one time? I did. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. It was like, he's like a veget. I think he might be a pescatarian. Is that right? He just eats fish. I don't know. He drinks a lot of water. <laughs> he stretches a lot. <laughs> a lot of water. Him and Giselle. And he married to Giselle or uh, yeah. Heidi Klum. Who's he married no, to? Some Giselle. model. he stretches a lot drinks a lot of water drinks a lot of water and eats a lot of vegetables i think but you know what he also has he has a a chef a full-time chef all this yeah i mean that was the hardest not just prepares it shops for it right creates the meals shops for them makes them and then cleans up after them right so he has a trainer that yes that talks to the chef and Mm -hmm. makes sure all the things Look, he's an NFL quarterback and he's getting old. Yeah. He he needs all that in order to continue Absolutely. to make money Absolutely. at what he does. I really don't know why, or maybe other quarterbacks do this too, or other football players, but that's where they should be spending their money. They should. To they elongate should. their career. I don't think that they're as dedicated to their craft like he is. They're, he really does treat it like a craft. Yeah, I mean, he's... There's nobody that does it like he does. Yeah. And that's why he's... Over 40 years old, still playing in Is the Is he NFL. over 40 now? Yeah. yeah, I want to say he's like 42, maybe. Pawpaw quarterback. Yeah, he's old. <laughs> by by NFL standards, yeah. he's old. He's old enough to be Didn't he just the win a Super Bowl? of most of these guys. Last year, did he win the Super yeah, Bowl? Yeah, they won the Super Bowl last Dang. year. It's super impressive that he's 
still out there. And he gives all the glory to water. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I wonder if he drinks that. Does he drink that um, equally balanced electrolyte water or whatever they call it? Oh, I don't Do you know, know what I'm talking about? I'm sure he drinks some kind of special water. He's not drinking out of the tap. <laughs> no way he's sticking his head under that fountain and just letting it run. <laughs> Turn that hose on over there. <laughs> oh, Tom Brady. Anyway. I just will make sure that I didn't get any of my information from podcasts next time I open my mouth about any kind of facts. You know, I but I also think that some of it was it was an athlete. If I had said anything else about any other subject that I learned on a podcast, it probably would not have stuck with anybody in your family. It's the fact that it was a dang athlete. You and your football player specifically. Yeah, probably so. Y'all are so weird about the football. Sometimes, once, oh, do you remember the time I read an article in a magazine about um, Peyton Manning and Wes Welker, and I was this wealth of knowledge for about three months about those two, and you were like, this is impressive, because oh, I got it out of a magazine. It's the podcast factor. It doesn't have anything to do. I think it's the podcast Gosh, factor. Gosh, Thomas. I, just, I mean, I, I guess I see podcast like Wikipedia. Like yeah, you got anybody, off the internet, like anybody could have put it up there. <laughs> it's just spoken out into the world. Here, like we can't believe that stuff. But isn't that, that interesting? Because the magazines and newspapers are the same way. They are getting that when way. Are you, when yes. are you going to learn that? Like They're getting that way. It is all that way. It already oh, is. I mean, I wouldn't say it's all that way, but they are definitely getting that way. Insanity. I will say that Wes Walker, legit. He's a little short person. Is he still playing? Or no, is he retired? He's retired. Peyton Manning retired. He just um, went into the Hall of Fame this year. You're welcome. I knew that. You can take that to the bank. 2021. Where'd you get that from? 2021. <laughs> you want to know where from? I got that business from? Instagram. I got that from Instagram. <laughs> and not even his page. His wife, Landon, who we talked about a couple weeks ago, his, her husband got um, put, what do you call it? Elected, inducted, inducted, inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame. His name is Steve Hutchison. And he was the class of 2020. Steve was the class of 2020. Peyton is a class of 2021. They inducted both of them this year because of Corona. COVID. Yeah. There's your NFL tidbit for today, everyone. Peyton Manning is finally a pawpaw in the Golden Jacket Club Hall of Fame. His bronze bust is now, where is it, like Cincinnati or something? Is that where the Hall of Fame Canton, is? Canton, Ohio. Canton, Ohio. I know it's somewhere in Ohio. Um, I thought, oh, the College Hall of Fame is in South Bend. Um, yeah, but I think they, they've since moved that to Atlanta. <gasps> they stripped South Bend of yeah. the College Football Hall of Fame? Yeah. <gasps> I didn't know that. I wonder that. if it's still there, like if they still, and now there's two of them. I don't know. I don't know how these things get claimed anyway. I don't either. Like, how do we still have the Senior Bowl? That's what I want to know. How does Mobile, Alabama still pay have the Senior Bowl? Pay some money. You get it. Do we pay money? Is that yeah. what happens? Okay. All right, Thomas has to go. He's got a meeting. This is football season, baby. Speaking of football, we're getting to football season, so we're having to cut things short. We got 17 projects, and suddenly things are breaking in our house. Yep. And now you got to go. All right, so that's our conversation today on Jack of All Trades, Master of None. If you guys have any questions or comments, you can email us at buildingarensburg at gmail.com. You can send us comments and DMs on Instagram and Facebook at buildingarensburg.com. You guys make sure you subscribe and give us five stars. Until next time, bye, guys. Bye. Bye.